The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. I play Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian. My name is Sam. I play Fjordan Frankentrees, and I am a Hill Dwarf Druid. My name is Jerry. I play Peter McMoist, a Drow Bard. The very good adventuring team. The gang returned the package to Emma at Tattle. They had a brief introduction to House Temsaya, which is where the box of drugs appears to be delivered to. They get paid in coin and gratitude, and they move on. They return to the Devonshire estates, where McNutt was waiting in the courtyard. There, they found a bunch of frogs, and those frogs were indeed going in a direction. They followed those frogs, and the frogs led them to a bridge, where they found Cicero Gwyn, rumored spymaster of Lord Hoth. Fjorten turned himself into a frog to get a closer look. They discovered that the frogs were ignoring Cicero, and instead were moving under the bridge and going into a hole he discovered there. Peter and Jeff decided to take this opportunity to pretend to be drunk and sneak up on Cicero for intel. Jeff grabbed him and dragged him under the bridge where they too discovered the hole. Fjorten turned himself back into a frog again, and this time he followed the frogs down the hole. At the bottom, after a brief wait, a Kuotoa appeared, and we rejoin our heroes. Uh, that would be a... oh, a 19. A 19. All right, with a 19, you are familiar with the creature that you see. Whoa. It's a little uh, reptile slash sort of amphibious... Uh, Tuna-looking thing. Is it Blipto-Boop? <laughs> Is it Lord Tuna? Fucking <laughs> 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 Lord Tuna? <laughs> Uh, it is, in fact, a creature that you recognize as a Kuotoa. Uh, let me just pull up a quick description here. Oh, it is like Blipto-Poop. I'm sorry, it's like what? Blipto-Poop. <laughs> I feel like you're making sounds, but <laughs> maybe not words. or something? <laughs> no, here, I'll show you. Stronks. I know it, having... I know it from, uh, 
what the fuck were those games back in the day? The Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games? Ah, there you go, yeah. And it actually is a D&D thing that I found. Well, while you're looking it up, I will say that... So, yes, you are familiar with this type of creature. It is a Kuotoa, and they are degenerate. The book specifically calls them degenerates. Uh, so, a bunch of fucking degen fish-like humanoids that uh, once inhabited the shores and islands of the surface world. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of looks like a... Whoa, that's a fucking weird thing. So, how did you say it? Blibdulpoop? Blibdulpoop. 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 How did you just Blibdulpoop. How did you just know how to say that without seeing it spelled? Because, like I said, it was in those uh, those old. I think it was maybe the Champions of Norath games. How would you memorize that? Because it used to tickle me and my brother to no end. That thing would come up. <laughs> like I would say, blip poop. <laughs> and we would laugh and laugh. And then oh, just like this. drink another beer. That's, <laughs> that's sensible. You ever see the, uh, the Steve Martin movie, The Man with Two Brains? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> well, anyway, so in the movie, he's like a a doctor like a crazy doctor and he he has a bunch of brains and jars and then he discovers like one of them is sentient or whatever and uh then they introduce themselves and his name in the movie is like dr her or something and uh <laughs> and then the brain's name is like dr malahala and then they they both know each other's names and they're able to spell them exactly for some stupid reason <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Steve Martin gag. The kind of thing he'd be into. Yeah. Well, uh, so you do not see Blibdulpoop because that is the sea mother, the deity worshipped by the Kuo, Kuotua. Um, but yes, you are familiar with the Kuotua. Huh. Uh, Kuotoa, rather, I think is how that's said. And uh, you see this creature enter from the far side of the room and it you know, hobbles forward on its slapping fish feet against the ground. It grabs one of the frogs and picks it up and presses it against its temple. And it holds it there for like 15 seconds and kind of goes... (laughs) (laughs) And then it like throws it towards the exit near you. The frog lands, flops back over on its uh, correct side, and crawls its way back up the tunnel. And then this Kuotua creature grabs the next one. Oh. Puts it up next to its temple and goes... And once it's done, it throws that one towards the entrance. And this continues uh, ahead of you. I'm so curious what he's telling these things. Or how do you know he's telling them then? Maybe he's learning things i oh that's so true oh my goodness he's a degenerate they tell him sex stories and he's gonna go beat off with his fish hands (laughs) 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 oh my (laughs) with his fish hands i like that you specifically had to mention with his fish hands he's gonna go rub his cloaca oh (laughs) okay well um 
Oh, I'm good. I'm into this party. I I'm gonna get up in the front of the line. <laughs> you want to see some cloaca rubbing? <laughs> I do. I I want to tell him some stories. <laughs> um. All right. So you start hopping your way surreptitiously towards the front of the line, and uh, you see this guy reaching out and grabbing a handful of frogs. And uh, are you doing anything to like get his attention? Or are you like raising your little arm or anything or? um probably not i try to maybe stand taller i don't want to be like too obvious for this thing maybe just like put my my uh, were you gonna say put your cloaca <laughs> i did <laughs> <laughs> it was in my mind <laughs> you just you're flashing him oh man look at this baby so you, you, uh, you get yourself to the front of the line, and um, eventually this uh, this creature scoops down and picks you up, and presses you against uh, its temple. Yes. And then you feel something trying to enter your mind. Are you going to try to resist, or are you going to let them on in? Ah. Uh. I'm gonna let him on in. I want to. You're gonna let him on what in. Are you gonna let him on in. What? What are you gonna think of to think? try to block him from your deeper thoughts? Oh man, I'm gonna be thinking that uh, I am not a frog. I'm like, I'm not a frog. I'm not a frog. I'm not a frog. But still, try to let him in. I want to know what he's thinking. Um. Okay. So you allow this creature to penetrate into your mind. And you're thinking over and over again, I'm not a frog. Yeah, that was a stupid move, but I said it. Um, And so this guy is going to... Let's see, what's he going to do? He's going to react one of two ways. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) He shoves you into his cloak. And start a new character. um, No, he does unfortunately... uh, He does unfortunately decide that... Uh, after getting a, a brief glimpse into your mind and realizing that you are not who you have pretended to be mm-hmm. in this super secret and special gathering, um, he's going to try and throw you against the wall. <laughs> oh. Um, so I'm going to have him do this by making an attack roll on the somewhat louder surface. What is your, uh, what's your AC as a frog? Let me see if I can find a frog. Character sheet real quick. Oh no. Frog, D and D 5E. We have regular frog, uh, AC would be an 11. All right, he rolled a 10. So he's still throwing you, you are still a frog, um, but it's going to do less damage. So, let's see, what do you even have? You have, all right, why don't you roll me, why don't you roll me a 1d4? Because it says you get 1d4 minus 1 hit points. <laughs> mm, that was a fucking stupid move. Ah, I'm so mad right now. Four. All right, so you've got three hit points, and then I'm going to roll on my end for damage. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. He throws you against the wall. 
You splat. Searing pain surges throughout your tiny frog little body. However, he only does two hit points worth of damage to you. What are you going to do? I might just play it off as I'm still a frog. Maybe so you're just going to hang out there? Yeah, maybe he's going to read me wrong, and I'm just going to look at him. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. All right, so you just hang out there and stare at him, and you're like, oh, but no, nah, seriously, I was a frog. Um, he is going to charge across the room to try to grab you again. Are you going to allow him to pick you up? I'm just going to do little hops around him. I'm trying to be a frog now. Are you trying to dodge him, or are you trying to, like... Just a little dodge out of his hand, so if he tries to pick me up, I'm just going to do a little bit to the right. Okay. So if he catches uh, me, he catches me. I'm going to roll a little uh, dexterity here on his end. Why don't you give me a, a dexterity save? All right. All right. Uh, dexterity save for an 18. All right. He only got a 10 on his dexterity check. Uh, so you're able to avoid him for a round. We're basically doing this like combat now. Um... So he didn't catch you. It's back to you. What are you going to do? I'm going to do it one more time. Okay. He's going to roll one more time to try and catch you then. Uh, oof, that's not super great. Eight. You suck too. Yep. Um, he's got a seven to your eight. So you are able to avoid him and it's back to you. All right. I'm going to sit there and let him catch me. Okay. Uh, so he reaches down grabs hold of you, and he's going to throw you against the wall again. What? <laughs> uh, so this time he got a 18, and he is going to do... Uh, he is going to do one damage to you, which is exactly the number of hit points that you have. And so it doesn't roll over to you, but you are now reverted to your dwarven form. Fuck him. I'm casting Entangle. Okay. You done cast Entangle. Uh, so the grasping weeds and vines that sh- uh, sprout up from the ground in a 20-foot square, starting from a point within range, sprout up from the ground in a point within range. Uh, so these t- plants turn the ground into difficult terrain. You're able to move through that without any trouble, right? Yeah. Um, do I? What, imagine you what's the what's the size of this creature uh it is a medium creature if i recall so he's about the same size as me right around as you are now as i am now right all right i so mean you done cast and tangle uh you do still have like movement or action on your turn or I'm, no wait not action that would be your action right uh, that would what do you that would that would be my action i and then uh, i would attempt to tackle him but that was my action correct yeah, you wouldn't be able to try and tackle. Uh, all right, so you have now ensnared a Kuotua, uh, or at least made it difficult terrain, and a whole bunch of frogs that are on the ground that are confused <laughs> as fuck. Fuck. Um, crazy. This guy, what's he going to do? Um, okay, so he is going to try to flee. So he's got to make a strength save against your spell save DC. What is your spell save DC? Spell save. DC is that's a whole new it's a whole new page. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. He is going to get. Uh, he's oh shit. He's got a nine. Um, so he is not able to get himself out from the weeds. Um, but he is going to try to move away as much as possible. 
a Kotoa Tower Tour. God, I'm gonna have so much trouble saying that. Um, Say Blipto Poop instead. Blipto <laughs> <laughs> Poop. Blipto Poop. Uh, do, do, do. They have 30 feet of movement. You're in difficult terrain. Uh, so he is able to make it, let's just say, to the edge of your 20-foot square, uh, and he's close to the edge of the room, which would lead him to the cavern leading away from you. I would try, um, um, the whole point, I mean, I'm trying to tackle him down. That's the, the main point. I don't really want to hurt him. I don't know who he is. All right. Uh, I think you can pretty successfully tackle him. Let's just try and do a strength contest, your strength versus theirs. Oh, that's not a good roll on this end. Give me a strength. All right. Check. All right. Strength check. There we are. All right. Your 15 to his 5. You are pretty easily able to ensnare this creature. And uh, you got him. So, yeah, I did. Uh, Hold him down, and uh, does this? Do I know if this creature speaks common? Uh, they do not speak common, or you know, you're trying to speak to it, and it's like does it's just like gibbering at you. Just gibbering. <laughs> well, if I have all my equipment with me, um, I'd like do. to tie him up, and I want right. to try the old Jeff Cock Thunder, and uh. Head him back to where we came from, and hopefully to the surface, because I can't turn into anything else. I use both of my dwarven abilities today. So, you are underground. The hole by which you came here is about a foot in diameter. In other words, too small for you to go back through. Too small. Mm-hmm. Yep, so I would uh, try to, uh, if I can, tie him up. Uh, I'm not sure what his... Uh, what his resistance is and try to take him the same way he came in. I mean, I guess that's kind of the only way I'm getting out of here. Right on. We're going to have to do kind of a, a split action between the two spots now because y'all done went and split the party. Uh, and I'd like to start with Peter and Jeff up on the top side, just because, well, it's going to be a lot less exciting seeing what's happening up there. Uh, so you watched Fjorten go into the hole as a frog, I think. Actually, you know what? Uh, Jeff, why don't you give me a perception roll? We never decided if you actually saw or realized that that was Fjorten going down there. Perception. Nine. With a nine, I I don't think that you knew that was him. Um, and uh, Fjorten, why don't you tell me? Did you like change shape in front of Peter, or think, is there any other indication? Um, it was kind of. I think it was all during the kerfuffle almost, and so I'm not sure if um, Peter would have been turned around or looking at um at Jeff while he was wrangling the guy to the river, so I don't know. Well, so I think your compatriots probably don't know what happened to you. So, uh, Jeff and Peter, 
you're up top with Cicero. You're looking like you're you're both under the bridge, looking at the hole. Or actually, I guess I should ask, Peter, did you go down into the water to look under the bridge? I think so. Yeah. So you're both just staring at this hole, and frogs are going in, and frogs are going in, and like is it as is this like a hole like that, like a whirlpool or something? Like is is uh, this river water flowing in, or is this like a hole on the side, on the shore, kind of oh, the of the river it would be a hole in the side of the river basically at the the base of the bridge i would imagine that this would be you know an arched stone bridge and there was a there's a hole in that like a couple of knocked out bricks and then a sort of roundish hole that uh, has some water trickling down gotcha so we're just walking watching frogs pour into this hole right now it, yeah there's there's quite a few of them going in um they're not like you know killing each other to get in there but it's a, it's a fair amount. And, uh, well, you've got about a half hour or so before we really catch up to the point where Fjortin is wrestling with a fish monster. How long do you think you'd wait for him to come out? Like, two or three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know where he went. So you guys stare at this hole for a little bit, and, yeah, and I think Cicero would probably get fairly bored pretty quickly, too. He's just like... They didn't know that you went in, but like you okay. like didn't join them down there. So let's say you guys all walk around and you see that... Um, sorry, I was getting ahead of myself in my head there. You guys get bored with watching the hole, and then you come back around to the top side of the bridge, and uh, Fjortin's gone. And that's when Gwyn says, Well, it looks like your friend kind of fucked off, huh? What would you? Uh, what would you? What would the two of you like to do? I think we now knowing nothing. I think we just yell, Fjorten, Fjorten, Fjorten. Oh, he's gone. Maybe Fjorten. Is his name's Fjorten? Jeff, you didn't like accidentally smash him or anything, did you? I don't think so. Well, I didn't smash anything. I was talking to this guy, pretending I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> What would you? What would the two of you like to do? I think you're you're calling out for a minute or two. You get no response from Fjorten. Jeff just told Cicero that he's not drunk. Um, and I think, go ahead. No, no, I was. I mean, what should we do? Do we have any magics that we can use? More specifically, does my dark elf friend have any magics? I don't know. Let me see what this calls for. <laughs> magics. Magics. Magics, magics. Well, let's see. I can, I can disguise myself. Does that help? No. I can charm somebody else. Does that help? Maybe. Try charming Cicero into digging this. Um. No, we don't know he's in the hole, so we can't say dig out the hole. I have dancing lights. Can I light the hole? No. I have mage hand. I could send a hand in the hole. Do, why would we do that though? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this hole could use? A magical fistin. I got nothing. There's nothing that is helpful. Um, I guess we could just go drink. Yeah. Yeah, let's go drink. There is a tavern right over here. Hey, uh, Cicero, do you want to get a drink? Talk over these frogs things and stuff? He looks back and forth between the two of you and says, Yeah, what the hell? 
I'll buy a, I'll buy the first round on me, Cicero. Well, all right, that's that's a very agreeable of you. <laughs> Let's go. And so the three of you venture off to the bar. Let us cut scene on back to our good buddy Fjorten. Fjorten, you are, as I believe Allison Chains put it, down in a hole. No, 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 no. Oh, popped you... right back in my head when you said that. That's cool. Good song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there yeah, a really unplugged that. version of it? I think it? I might even have the DVD. That's lovely. We really, uh, really showcase our age a lot, I think, in this show. Super underrated vocalist in Alice in Chains. You know, and super underrated show, the Unplugged series from MTV, produced some of the greatest works by all of those artists. Mm-hmm. Although I will say that the knockoff version, which was Storytellers from VH1, if you ever have time, watch the one with Dave Matthews. I am by no means a Dave Matthews fan. Um, you know, I don't, don't think he's like the worst thing in the world or anything like that. It's just not necessarily my style of music. But in between every song, he tells like a little story of being Dave Matthews. He tells this one story about being uh, so drunk, he locks himself out of his hotel room naked in the hallway and has to find uh, a newspaper and then shamefully walk back up to the front desk to get a key card. And that guy is a masterful storyteller. The drummer, Carter. It's hilarious. Me and Jerry tried watching him live one time and we couldn't do it. Like went to a show? Yep. Yeah. We were drunk too, and we still couldn't do it. I think uh, you we have didn't to be drunk and high. Specifically go to a Dave Matthews show. Uh, there was a, it was that Harriet Island Music Festival like maybe 10 years ago. Ah. Uh. And uh, the first day was like Tool and shit. Jerry didn't come that day, and nobody wanted to go the second day, so I took everybody's passes, and me and Jerry went. And we saw the Flaming Lips, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we saw Dave uh-huh. Matthews, which was not, and we left. I say Carter Buford, though, the drummer, is actually one of the greats. He is fantastic. I'm really glad that you explained all that out, too, by the way, because, like, the way you phrased it initially, it was like, you get, like, I just pictured <laughs> you and Jerry sitting at home one day, and you're like, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Should we go to this Dave Matthews show? Should we go see yeah, this yeah, band that neither of us Why like? Not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a bald Let's rock, paper, scissors for it. Ah, we're going. <laughs> okay, smelly, so. Smelly area. Y'all done made your way uh, to the bar. Enjoy your time in the bar. And we cut back to Fjorten, who is an indeterminate distance underground. He is in a small cavern surrounded by frogs. He has captured a Kuotua. And. Well, there you are, man. Like, uh. I'm guessing I don't know anything about Kuatoas. Uh, did we roll for this earlier? You like? I think you recognized what it was, but you don't know much about them other than that they are. Uh, you know, fuck it. I can't remember, so let's just roll it again. Give me another nature roll. Uh, that would be a solid four. Um, yeah, you're pretty <laughs> sure that this is a fish man. <laughs> That's what you. Oh, man! Fish man, fish man. Na 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 fish. Anyway, the the path that he came down is there water kind of coming down the same kind of area, or is it seem like the water is not flowing anymore in this area? Uh, so the room that you are in is about let's call it roughly a twenty foot circle. 
behind you, in other words, to the east, is the entrance that you came in. That hole is about a foot in diameter. There are three other exits from this chamber. One of them goes almost directly north. The other one goes to the west. And then another one goes to the southwest. The water from the river that flowed down the tube that you came here in is flowing out of the uh, southwestern one. And the fish man you now hold so tenderly came in from the west. Don't want to go back the way he came, because I don't know how many of these things are. I don't want to keep going down the river, because I don't know how far it goes or where it leads off to. Because as far as I know, it goes off to the ocean somewhere. Mm. Um, do I seem like, is this thing any sorts of docile, or is it trying to like flail around when I, I'm going to try to lift him up and see what happens? Uh, <laughs> that's I the think, moment. well, fuck it, let's, you know, I, we're going to do at least one dice roll here because I was a smarty pants man today, um, and I went and grabbed a dice tray so we could get dice oh. dices again. Yeah. So let's determine what he's like. Um, with that roll... So you had cast, you had cast um, Entangle, which slowed him down, and then you went over and you grabbed him, mm-hmm. and Tackled he's like, him, I was hoping. Yep. yep. And you, he was kind of like fighting and wrestling around, mm-hmm. and now you've got him, and you've got him sort of in like a bear hug, so his arms are pinched to his sides, and mm-hmm. his big unblinking fish eye is just dopily looking up at you, and now that you've got him, he's just kind of like, huh. Like it just he's just kind of accepting it now. Yeah, I don't really want to mess around with this thing and carry it all the way through the tunnels, which I have no clue where anything goes. Oh man. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Well, I should have my equipment with me. I should have some rope. First thing I want to do is rope him up so he is not uh not leaving. Okay. Are you gonna tie him to something or are you just gonna tie him up? I'm just gonna tie him up and he can uh lay there for right now. Like hogtied? You hogtie him. Alright. You uh, hogtie the fish man and you got a hogtied fish man. <laughs> You're successful. He's uh, much- <laughs> he's docile. Okay. How much does he weigh? I mean, yeah, how much does he weigh? Is he able? To, am I able to pick him up? Carry him? Probably not for a, a huge amount of time. He is a medium creature just like you, but he is... Uh, you could definitely pick him up. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to pick him up and head on north up this tunnel. Do let me just take a quick look and see if I can uh, see if I can pull up the stats for this guy. Well, hello, VGAT fans. Thanks for joining us here in this wacky adventure. Did you think it could get this wacky? Well, I promise you additional wackiness. Just hold on tight. Hey, friends, have you seen the artwork yet? If you haven't, I highly recommend going to check it out. I finally got off my lazy ass and published it. It's pretty awesome. In the past, I've worked with mostly artists that I've found on Twitter, and this time I decided to check out someone on DeviantArt, and man, am I glad I did. Kira has been fantastic to work with, and I'm super happy with the results. Go check it out if you get a chance, and maybe commission something of your own. 
I definitely need to take the chance to thank all of our Patreon patrons for helping to make that artwork possible, and really for making this entire show possible. Victor, Rowdy, Kathy, Justin, Jody, Jimothy K. Meeplebeeps, Glenn, Gerg Murky, Ella Weasel, DM Rob, Devin, Chad, Bryant, Brian, Bay Area Beer Socials, Amber, and of course, Aaron. Of course, I really shouldn't leave out Emily because I know you're in there too. Every single one of you is a fantastic human being or whatever you choose to identify as, and I am super happy to have each and every one of you as a supporter and as a listener. You are all super awesome, and we are all all kinds of grateful. So, we talked for a moment about doing some kind of live stream or even just recording us playing a different game and uh, or like releasing that as some bonus content. Folks, I've got to tell you, it was awful. We recorded probably 15 hours of us playing different games. Uh, probably the worst one was us playing Risk. It was fun. Um, but it was just really long, drawn-out periods of silence with some really intense bits of uh, cajoling and, ugh, you know? Uh, it was one of the most boring things I've ever tried to listen to. The best one was when Jerry found this game where you ate, like, bagels and sushi and stuff, and then you tried to poop on people. Um, we had a lot of fun doing it, but it really, really, really wasn't worth publishing. In the end, all I can say is that we're going to stick to what we're average at, and we're going to leave the really bad stuff on the cutting room floor. So, uh, thanks for understanding. And sorry we couldn't provide you more stuff to do while you're locked up at home. And that's all for this week's mid-roll, friends. Uh, we're just going to let you get back on into that action. frowned upon to eat this fish man <laughs> this frowned upon man delicious that's my second question uh i mean they don't look delicious i don't know that anybody huh i would say in general people would be like yeah you probably shouldn't eat sentient things uh or rather as i recently had pointed out to me there's a difference between sentient and sapient, and these guys aren't... Eh, they're not smart, but they're not super dumb. So they'd probably be in that uh, sapient territory. And yeah, you probably shouldn't eat things that have brains. But what I'm hearing is, it's kind of a gray area. <laughs> it's kind of a gray area right now. He's looking delicious from the top up. When it gets down below that, kind of losing my appetite. <laughs> Does he have a fish wang? Or, like, what does he got? What's he got going on? Oh, you're in the fish sticks? With the, you're in the fish sticks? Um, from what I saw, he kind of had a loincloth on thing. Um, I, you know, I, I don't necessarily, I don't think we need to make a determining factor right now on whether they are, like, you know, humanoid genitalia or cloaca. <laughs> we don't. I think we do. This <laughs> <laughs> is the, the perfect time. Well, lay, lay down the law, Jerry. Lay down the law. Tell me what this guy's got. Uh, I get, okay. He's got, it's, it's a scaly dong. It's like a dong, but with scales. 
Oh no. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a nightmare, penis. You, you had all of the choices, and you had uh, that choice. Well, that's what you get for leaving things up to me. That's true. That is entirely true. Uh, okay, so this uh, this cool Tua, um, his his uh, his swinging fish hood, is just dangling out the bottom of his robe here. Um, is that prehensile? Prehensile. Something about you saying that word makes me think I don't understand that word. Can it grab things? Like a like a tail? Like a front tail? See, no, now that's creepy. <laughs> what am I just like going down the sewer and there's things like boa constricting around my arm or something like that? Or no? Oh, interesting. I, you know, I've never looked up the definition of that word. Uh, capable of grasping. Prehensile. <laughs> Look at that vocabulary word of the day. I love it. The wang that grabs back. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know how much further we need to discuss prehensile scaly penises. So let's just put that one back in the in the toy chest. Um, so what are you doing? What are you What are you doing with your life here, Fjorten? I'm looking for down this hallway and down this sewer way, anyway, for a way out. Whether it's um. I can hear something above me, or a ladder maybe going up to the uh, top side. That's my my goal right now, and hopefully have a cool, cool uh, prize to take up with me. If I get too exhausted, I'm just gonna drop this thing and start booking it. Leaving him to die? I didn't say leave him to die. Right now, what I'm seeing is there's no. He's not gonna drown. He's fish people, and he's just, he can sit there for a while. Sure, sure. How do you? All right. Are you able to talk to this guy somehow? I don't want to put my head against his. Read my thoughts. Well, actually, that's not a bad... That's not a bad plan. Huh. That occurred to you all by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had this brilliant plan just kind of pop up to my head all of a sudden, and while I'm carrying this thing, I get the idea. I'm going to put my, my head against his and uh, ask if uh, he can understand me. If you can understand me, uh, wave your little foot. Your foot? <laughs> we just got done talking about he's got a prehensile dong. I don't... What do you want me to have? If you can hear me, grab grab me with your dong. If you can... If you can... Uh, Wag twice. Splash around. Wag twice for yes. <laughs> if you can understand me, pick up this mug. What if <laughs> it's horny? Pick up, pick up this can of paint. <laughs> 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 That's the only thing you leave free, and then you're like, "All right, you're gonna write your answers <laughs> on the wall." Uh, okay, so you you are, and I, I I can't help but picture this like romantic scene where you've got this weird tied up fish person, and you're just like holding them, <laughs> and, and just, you like, start be, you start just leaning towards them, huh? <laughs> and inside the fish person's brain is it's. It's happening. It's really happening. So, you touch your head to the fish person's head, and you're, like, willing your thoughts towards them as much as you can. And I think that this thing... Like, you... you have, It takes, like, 30 seconds or so before this thing kind of picks up on what's going on. But you feel, like, a gentle light probing into your mind. Oh! 
Whoa. That was cool. That's interesting. Whoa. Neat. I'm actually more intrigued than anything else. He's got and now I haven't you... really... Of all, of all the animals I've put towards my head, nothing can do this before. This is fantastic. I've tried squirrels. I've tried cats. I've tried... I mean, the only thing I've really talked to is a deer once. That was cool. So, so yeah, what are what thoughts are you trying to stuff back at this frogman? I would say back at this frogman, um, I'm just going to straight up and ask him, do you know how to get to the surface? Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, slap, 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 dong t- for twice for yes. His, his his prehensile wang points towards the uh, the hole you came in by. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't. It's that way. <laughs> <laughs> dong. Uh, and and there... then uh, and then he like you get your because you still get your head up next to his and he senses your disappointment in that because well you can't fit through that hole anymore. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he. He points to the corridor going north. Ah, uh, the way we were going. Well, I mean, at this point, I'm not sure what this thing is really going to do. I think it determined that I'm trying to get out of it. Well, I'm going to just tell him. I'm not really trying to do you any harm. Just trying to get out of here at this point. Can you help me with that? <laughs> God, why, I fucking hate you guys for putting this in my head, but... All I can think now is that you're like, you're leaned down close to this fish man, and you're like, I just want to get home. I don't mean you any harm. I just want to get home. And then his enormous fish dung pats you on the back, like tenderly. Like, it's okay, buddy. You get home. It's okay. Oh, God. I don't even know. I don't even recognize it. I think it's like a weird tail or something. I just embrace it. Make it through together. Together. Uh, and with that, you are going to give me a charisma check. Is he going to choke me out with his wiener? Uh, he didn't really pat you on the back with his wiener, by the way. Oh, okay, so, good. That's just in my brain, and I'm sorry. All right, I got a six. Okay, a six is not super great. That is not great. Uh, really quite terrible, even. You and the so fish. he. You and the fish touch wieners. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, so he, like, is pointing north, you know, either with a, well, let's just call it a, a head gesture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's pointing north towards that cavern. And then, but you can tell he's like, he's kind of nervous and kind of suspicious of you because you are a person that appeared out of nowhere, having metamorphosized from a frog. And, um, He's not really convinced that you don't necessarily mean him harm, but he's indicating in that direction. Well, at this point, I would like to um, take his f- off this hogtide business, take his feet so we can stand him up and start walking north to see if he uh, if he follows gently or if he just kind of, I mean goes forward gently or is he trying to struggle to run away? Um, let's see here. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Let me get out my dice tray again, because I love dice trays. Bad fish, bad fish. So what Mr. Fish person is gonna do is, uh, they, they point at you, and then they point north down the hallway, and then they point at themselves, and they point west down that other cavernous exit. Oh, he's saying I'll go this way, you go that way? There's a there's an implication of we can part ways now. 
Yeah, I'm gonna trust fish person. Put your trust in fish person. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you just gonna scoot him on the way? You're gonna leave him tied up? I'm gonna leave his upper body tied up, and he's gonna have his feet kind of running, so he can he can go ahead and scuttle it all off. And I'm gonna go go north. Okay. You do that. Uh, the fish person uh, gives you sort of a, a cautious wave goodbye and backs his way into the western chamber and you hear his fishy feet slapping against the ground uh, at an increasingly rapid pace as he runs away from you. Sounds like scuba feet. Uh-huh. And all of the little frog frogs in this cavern are kind of looking around like, well, <laughs> fucking now what? <laughs> That's the downside of a cult. Now all right. Uh, let me have you make a little. Uh, let me have you make a little perception roll. Perception. All right. Please be a good roll. Yeah, you haven't rolled anything yeah. above a ten so far. Oh. All right. Twenty-two. Twenty. Fracking two. Uh, so you notice that all of the frogs are looking first down this western hallway, and then kind of like a what the fuck look, and then they're looking at this other area on the in the little cavern that you're in. So you kind of walk over to take a peek at it, and you notice that there is a little box of, um, like an open-topped box of what looks like little pellets of food in there. Oh, pellets of food? Yeah, little pellets of food. Like the frogs are wanting? That's what you're thinking. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, I guess I will take this little box of pellet of food and head on north. All right. You pick up the box with food pellets, you start making your way north, and you hear some startled, almost as if saying, what the fuck, cries from the frogs, and they start following you up the hallway. <laughs> My little frog army, yes. So you've got maybe like, I don't know, six or seven dozen frogs following you, you're trotting up the hallway with your box of food, and let's cut back up top to our boys at the bar. I think you are... so excited to be able to roll real dice again. I think you are... Oh, no. I think you are... Oh, that's a lame roll. You're one drink in. So, not super sloshed. And Cicero Gwyn looks to Jeff Cock Thunder and says to him, so, so, uh, tell me, why exactly uh, are you are you out at this hour, and and, and what brought you to my company? Uh, you clearly were not drunk before now, and it it appears as though there was a, a, an amount of deception there that that I would like to clarify. We're trying to say what the fuck is going on with these frogs. There was a genuine interest in that. Okay, so you were being truthful. You, now, now you mentioned that there was a friend who had asked you to look into this on their behalf. Are, are you willing to share any more information about that? Um, why don't you tell me some things first and put my mind at ease? Well, that, there's there's a... Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, we can A little quid pro quo. How, how about you can ask one, one question and then I can ask one question and, and we can we can keep going on like that. What do you know about frogs? 
Uh, I'll ask a, a clarifying question there. Are you, are you talking about in an anthropological sense or in the uh, in the context of frogs acting fucking weird? In the context of the frogs acting fucking weird. It's I, I have only about the same information. In fact, most of what I've learned is what I've learned tonight as we have been going under the bridge. I know that the frogs are, are all around town and everyone's always been suspicious of them. Uh, though I, I, I don't think I would have given it any credence had I not seen uh, the frogs going under the bridge at some point about three months ago. What I have noticed is that they are all congregating every two to three days at this bridge. And now we all know together that they're going under this bridge and into this hole. Every and that's two the to extent three, of it. Two to three days, so it's not consistent? It's not two days, like always, or three days, always? It doesn't seem to be longer than three days, but there have been days where it has not happened every two days. Hmm. And uh, who, like, are you working in, like, uh, in cahoots with anybody, or sharing your knowledge with anybody? He laughs a little bit at your uh, assumption here and says, I... I can assure you I'm pursuing this as a independent interest of my own scholarly pursuit. Hmm. Okay. I'm not sure if you know who I am, but I am not someone who is typically associated with uh, biology. No, who are you? I, I serve as in an official capacity as an advisor to Lord Hoff. Lord Hoff. Lord Hoff. <laughs> you guys actually do know who Lord Hoff is, by the way. He is the, the ruler of this town. Are you playing like you don't know? Uh, no. If you say I know, I know. Yeah, you would you would know who this guy is. You probably have never met this person. You probably don't have any direct uh, connections or experience with them, but you would know that this is, like, the top dog in this town. Just imagine he's as cool as David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Uh... Okay, so does Lord Hoff know that the frogs are acting funny? He's never mentioned it to me. I'm not aware of any interest on his behalf. Alright, so what do you want to know? Well, my main curiosity is is who who asked you to look at these frogs? And, and uh, my follow-up question, uh, I think of a necessity, would be what do they know? Hmm. I don't know if I'm comfortable talking about that. I'll let uh, my buddy Peter here let you in. Well, you know, he is a friend of ours, but I um, really can't tell you too much more than that just because he's a very private fellow. And, uh, you know, he definitely wouldn't want us to be uh, talking to other people about who's it's or was it's or, uh, you know, anything really about him. Well, I can respect a certain amount of confidentiality. I will reiterate the second half of my question, though. What interest do they have in the frogs? What do the, what do they know about it? Well, I think um, I think he just noticed the frogs were acting strangely. I mean, how did you get interested in the frogs? Well, I think it it sounds like your friend and I are of a like mind, of a, of a similar mindset that we noticed a pattern that seemed interesting, perhaps suspicious. I mean, it's kind of well known around town that, uh, you know, these frogs have been acting strange for a, a long time. 
there's all kinds of weird rumors going around. I mean, is, uh, you know, Lord Hoff aware of these types of rumors, or, you know, is anybody in the top brass kind of interested in what's going on there? Well, I suspect that it's treated as any typical old wives tale would be. I mean, everyone knows that if you, uh, if you, uh, you know, put your, put your penis in a gravy melon, it's going to get bigger overnight, but we all know that that's not true. Uh, you know, some of us through experience and some not, but, uh, you know, that's, that's old wives tales. Like the frogs all go somewhere and gravy melons, uh, enhance your manhood. Uh, and I think that, I think that they're probably thinking of it in that context. Right, right. So exactly what are you supposed to do with the gravy melons? Oh, come on now. We all know that that's, that, that, that's not true. <laughs> are you humans so insecure with the size of your members that you stick them in gravy melons? Well, you know, I've, I've just, I've heard about other people who would pursue, uh, you know, pursuits to uh i think we should stick to the topic at hand <laughs> the uh the frogs are going into a hole under a bridge and this is very abnormal behavior it doesn't appear as though they're going there to to get eaten it doesn't appear as though uh, they're going down there to satisfy a libido and and produce more frogs because i've never seen an abundance of baby frogs coming back out from under the bridge have you, I, I can't find a logical explanation for it let me ask you have you heard of any uh, other weird rumors going around sometimes these kind of things might be related other rumors well I make it somewhat of my business to be aware of rumors around town you might say uh, so I I, 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 I I have a rather large collection and I've, I've analyzed that and compared it, and I, don't, I haven't found anything in particular that makes me think that it would be tied to this. Ooh. Uh, what is your job? Well, as I, as I mentioned, I'm uh, an advisor to Lord Hoff. Like, on what? On all matters, typically uh, economic, uh, throughout the kingdom, some military diplomatic and uh and, and on let's let's just call it loyalty mm. thrilling sounds like a master of whispers huh. i have been known to whisper here and there now let me ask a question of the two of you who are poking around in the middle of the night looking at frogs uh, what what exactly is is your profession uh whatever anybody pays us to do you could say we're handymen Interesting. Uh, maybe a certain caliber of individuals that uh, take care of business for, for coin. Uh, maybe maybe individuals who don't ask a lot of questions. Is that, is that the, the general sense I'm picking up? Yeah, that's us. Well, now that's very interesting. And it, your friend, is he going to be all right? He can handle himself pretty well. I was hoping we'd see a wizard in this bar, actually, and maybe the wizard could help us. Uh, I don't know. Now that's an interesting assumption. Are you looking around for a wizard, then? Yeah. Hey, it, right. isn't it, um, isn't it your turn to have, you know... Is a plot point? Is it my turn? Let, let's say it is. Uh, you know, 
we haven't used the plot point in like three sessions. And I, actually, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's three unused ones and it's back to Josh. So fucking A, I'm not even gonna roll. There's a wizard in the bar. <laughs> Whoa. Good job remembering the plot points. Does he have a long beard and a pointy hat? Does he look wizardly? I don't know. Josh, you should describe him. Uh, he looks like a Radagast. He's all brown robed and poop covered. <laughs> in his beard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's birds nesting in his beard and so forth. <laughs> a wise old sage. Oh, I buy a drink and I send it his way. All right. Um, so let's see here. Your drink. Wait, what did you say, by the way? Radagast? Yeah. How do I not know who Radagast is? Have you ever read Lord of the Rings books? Radagast the Brown? Radagast the Brown, indeed. I cannot remember Radagast the Brown at all. Although these images I'm coming up with for him are... Are they as I described? Yes. (laughs) The The Lego figurine is pretty great, too. Oh, man, somebody... Somebody took this picture of him looking downright orgasmic, and it's really terrifying. Did Radagast ever turn up in any of the movies? I know not the Lord of the Rings movies, but was he in the Hobbit movies? Yes, he was. Okay. That must be where these pictures are coming from. He's really giving it his O-face. So there is a significantly shabby hedge wizard who is here... um, this gentleman is very agreeable to being uh, being sent a drink. Um, Jerry, why don't you give me a first name? And Josh, why don't you give me a last name? Seamus. Osborne. And Sam, why don't you give me a... Uh, what would you call that? Like a title or declaration? Like the great or the brown or a whatever? Um... Let's see here. Just looking at him here. And what was... I'm sorry, I missed that. What was his name? Seamus Hosborn. Hosborn. Seamus. Hosborn. Seamus Hosborn. The brown. That's pretty good. This guy looks like he doesn't show I want to do... Looks pretty shady. I want to be the shady. The shady. So a drink is slid down the counter here, and Seamus Hosborn... Hosborn, the shady... He turns around and uh, and looks around the bar and locks eyes with you, Jeff, and uh, raises the goblet towards you with his with his grog or whatever he's drinking in it. You gonna give him a little salute back? I do. I uh, I'm bald headed and don't wear a cap, but I kind of give him a nod and wave him over. Uh, wave him over, no less. All right. You wave this individual over. Like as soon as he sees you waving over, he. Campaign 2, Episode 17, Ogtai the Fishman, was released on April 12th, 2020. 
Don't worry. It's just going to get weirder next week on... Vegan. 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team. That's how I know it's D&D time. That's like the starter pistol.